Smartcast. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. With the Baker's Plus Card, it's easy to get lower than low prices. For the win! Earn fuel points on every purchase and save up to a dollar a gallon at the pump. The Baker's Plus Card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at bakersplus.com and start saving. Bakers. Fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your favorites with the buy five or more, save a dollar each sale. Simply buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with your card. Bakers. Fresh for everyone. Hello, and welcome to the Social Psychic Radio Show, featuring Jason Zook. In uncertain times, we must change our focus and priorities. This show will highlight social justice issues with the goal of expanding minds and increasing unity, love, and mutual respect for ourselves and our planet. We support the Black Lives Matter movement, Our show aspires to promote social spirituality, which simply means that by coming together, we can solve any of our problems, including the goal of bringing an end to all forms of hate, discrimination, bias, or oppression. We must protect our environment, reform our criminal justice system, and protect every citizen from police brutality. When we come together, it becomes possible to bridge the gaps that plague our society and divide us from within. We the people means everyone. Hello and welcome to the Social Psychic Radio Show. Hello. I have a a very special treat for our audience today. I have an amazing person, a social influencer, a TikToker named Mean Keely on the show today. And the reason I have Keely on the show is she's also psychic and highly intuitive, and she's very creative. And I want to share her gifts with our audience. I want to get her viewpoints and her and her perspective, because I know from looking at her energy when we interact with each other, she's got this amazing energy that's healing for people, very calming And I'm just so excited to get her on the show to talk about her information with us and share her background uh, a little about Keely. Uh, I do believe that you're going to see a lot about her coming up in the future. As I said, she's a TikTok influencer, a psychic, a creative force. And with 152,500 followers and 3.7 million likes on TikTok, she's a force to reckon with. Keely, welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And, and uh, it's, it's a funny story how you and I even met each other, right? I mean, yeah. I had, I got on TikTok. I have a best friend who's uh, also a psychic and she, she told me about TikTok and I was like, you know what? I'll check this out. So I go on there and then I came across your information. I added you because I had to give you kudos. I'm like, you have a substantial audience and congratulations. That's, I admire that. Yeah. And so then I'm on Instagram and someone's impersonating you hitting me up for a reading right and i'm thinking it's you and i talking so i like then i contacted you after the fact and i'm like listen i don't think this is you and then so we recorded it to instagram the bot or whoever it was and then you and i got a chance to get that out of the way and talk and i was like okay this is synchronicity the universe brings us together for a reason yeah oh and by the way i have a podcast would you like to come on and share your 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 story with my audience and here we are Right. And I'm like, yeah, because it's crazy. I, I do have a lot of people impersonating me. So it was nice for something good to come from it because that's the one good thing that's come from all of it because it's been stressful. So you contacted me. I was like, oh, this is meant to be OK. Good, good, good. 
Well, and it was literally, we were talking, we got introduced to the messenger on Instagram. And I, I just knew from your energy that you're somebody I'd like to get to know better, collaborate, learn from and promote. So I, I felt that just right away. My spirit guides, I know when I know other spiritual people who are like amazing energies that you just want to like help in any way you can or, or get to know and just learn from. And so one of my first questions for you is when did you begin your journey as an intuitive psychic? Well, I've always known in some way or capacity that I was intuitive. I just never knew what it was. I was like, oh, I feel like I should do this or do that. I just always listened to my gut. I thought it was my gut. And then around two years ago, it'd be like three years ago now, um, I moved to a certain apartment and I was so drawn to the forest. And my wife used to me, she was like, here she goes. I was like, I just really am connected to this forest. She goes, okay. And I'd walk my dog every day and see this particular tree. And I was incredibly drawn to it to the point where I'd Google, are people connected to trees? Is there spirits in trees? Like, what is going on? Like, I didn't even do tower readings. I was just like, I'm obsessed with this freaking big tree right now. And I started to go every single day. And every day I just tap more and more into myself in just a really unusual and amazing way. I'd go and talk for ages under this tree and just really begin to understand about myself. And I was like, I really want to learn tarot. And I just began to do that. And it came to me. I said to myself, if I meant to do anything, universe, because I didn't know, I'd like, God, universe, if I meant to do something, please give me the tools and make it as easy as possible for me to do so I know I meant to do it. Then I found like tarot cards at a thrift store. I was like, okay, they were like a dollar. I was like, okay, I guess I'll try these out. Um, I started being drawn to playing cards and trying to figure that out. I was like, okay, I'm open to this. Okay, okay. And then I was pushed to do personal readings online. I would just do them for people within my own life that I loved and cared about. And they kept saying, you know, get online and do it. But I was too scared that everyone would just say you're lying or it didn't resonate. Um, and then one time I went live on my Instagram for the first time and it just opened my eyes to the fact that I'm actually good at this. Everyone said it resonated. It was the truth. And I was like, for real? Like, this is the first time I'm, I have recognition for something that comes naturally to me. So I started to pour into it. Um, quarantine came around and the coronavirus and I was stuck in my house going crazy. And I was like, oh, let me just try TikTok. I would post dances or videos of my dog. And then I was like, let me post a tower reading for the first time. And then it blew up. And then I did another one and people loved it. And another one and another one. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I was like, spirit, if this is something I meant to do, please allow me to know what to post, what songs to use, what to do in order to help myself and the people that are watching. And it just like blew up. And then I'm now I'm this person. Now I'm because I've always been creative. I've always been alternative, like with my style and things. And um I finally um, claimed the term psychic instead of, because I used to be terrified because my wife was um, was raised Catholic. My family doesn't really even believe in God. Like it was just the most far-fetched thing for them to even think. But I was like, look, if this is something I am, please help me embody it to the best of my ability. And here I am. <laughs> so, everything, all the journey's just been, look, if this is what I'm meant to do, please show me. And I'll listen. I've always listened to my gut. And now I know what that is. And I trust it with everything in me completely. For me, I I consider being psychic the best icebreaker that exists. Because yeah, no, no matter what, if people, right? if people know we're psychic, what's the first thing they want to know, right? Like, what what's it like? Right like what, am I th- what am I thinking right now? Or do you pick up something about blah, blah, blah? And yeah, tell me something about myself. And then I do it, <laughs> like, they're like, okay. <laughs> but so there's never a dull moment with it. Now... Before we got on the recording, I was telling you about uh, just I was kind of complaining for a second about how I had someone contact me about the coronavirus and, you know, that happens. And I have a very staunch position that people should be vaccinated and take precautions and all that. And, mm-hmm. you know, being a psychic isn't easy when you have people calling you during a pandemic and asking you questions that are asking you to play God. And yes. that kind of ruffled me a little bit. I, I was just like, you know, it's my Sunday afternoon right now. And I'm so looking forward to my four o'clock interview with you. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. honest, hundred percent honest. My yeah. show is like the highlight of my day. Usually when I get to do yeah. stuff, That's awesome. but I'm like sitting there, I'm like, so looking forward to four o'clock and I'm like kind of doing some background research on you more. So, you know, I just don't want to, you know, look at your stuff and, and, and come up with some questions that I feel would be highlighting you the best for our audience. And then I had this reading and it threw me off a little, but then we get on the phone, we get on here and my energy just goes right back to where it was. Yeah. So there's gratitude having you on. Yeah. 
And I, I love the fact that you can share that you have the creative energy and flow as an intuitive psychic because I consider myself the same way. So we're like a rare breed because yeah, I feel like the yeah. energy with you is so high and you have a lot of output that you're going to be doing. You're, you're just starting up right now. You're going to have books. You're going to do products. I'm working on books. Yeah. I see books. I see products. I see merchandise. I see you doing things like right now you're looking at, you're like, oh my God, I have so much I have to do. But when you get to where I see you going, you're going to be so grateful. Thank you and, so much. I, I, yeah. I, I read energy. So when I talk to people, I just tell you what I'm picking up off your energy. Yeah, but yeah same here. Food. I'll go like, blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it because it never happens for me. You know, I'm normally doing it for other people. So it means a lot because I am working on a book. I'm working on you a neurology book. I'm working on a lot of things. And my website, things that I just, I want to have to like solidify, like I am here, I'm doing something. Cause I love to do readings, but I love to do music. I love to graphic design. I love to design my own tarot cards. I've got t-shirts and I'm working on two Oracle decks where I'm just like, and guess what? To do these when, things. when you have those things come out, my best friend owns a metaphysical shop in Tampa and she sells tarot cards and she'd love to feature your stuff. I can tell you right now. Yes, I would love we're, to. We're super like, tight. <laughs> Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I'm just, well, the, the balls just started to roll, so I'm excited. Yeah, and, and I see the merchandise coming off of your stuff. And I also see you do an unboxing of your merchandise for YouTube videos in the future. Mm -hmm. So don't be surprised if you're not showing people what you have available to them. And I, I do think you're going to do a lot with empaths mm -hmm. uh, in the future. There's going to be stuff you work with empaths, helping empaths understand their sensitivity to emotions of others and feelings of others. Yeah. yeah. So just I know, know that, a lot about that so. <laughs> you're, you're, you've been sensitive your whole life. And I think it runs in your family. You probably have other relatives that are very intuitive as well. They just don't always mm -hmm. talk about it as much as, as they should. Yeah, yeah. I'm lucky enough, like my mom, she's not here anymore, but um, she, without knowing, was incredibly intuitive and just guided people and never judged a soul. She had friends that were prostitutes and drug dealers and just would help them and not judge them. Because for what? They're going through their own journey. So I've learned a lot from her. And she guides me now every single day. She's a very She's your guide. Person. She's with she's, you. You can ride or die, right? <laughs> ride or her, die. She, she was my best friend. We would like Tweedledum and Tweedledee. Like, she's saying ride so, or die, or I'm just getting as a joke, like lasting forever to help you through things. No, for real though. Like she's so like, you know, so. And she yeah, loves she who you're with right now. And, yeah. She's happy where you're at and who you're with. She she chose her for me a million she's percent. That. She's like your angel. <laughs> no, she is. I've, I, I've done saying. a lot of... um. Soul search. Like internal meditation and stuff to try and visualize my mom too. So I know she's physically an angel now. And my wife's an amazing person and, and we've definitely helped each other like grow spiritually on each other's journeys and twin flames. Yeah, a thousand a million, million, million Thoughts up to that. <laughs> I bet someone I thought was a I I know someone who I know is a twin flame, but that's yeah. a whole other story. <laughs> but twin flame is not easy, but <laughs> not at all. You know what though? It makes you a better person. Uh, I am just I'm grateful for the person I am now, did, like what I've gone through because of the relationship. Did you have the journey where you were a runner and a chaser? Was there a period where one of you got not too really. and ran away? Because that's always not, a classic feature of most twin flame scenarios. Did you meet somebody it, you connect with and they're amazing? And then you yeah. like realize that. And next thing you know, you turn around, and they're gone. You're like, what happened? <laughs> What's crazy is, is she was living in Texas and I was living in the UK. So oh, we wow. had so much distance anyway. So I think that was kind of what was the challenge was and we didn't really like run away from each other but it was like we were so far and then I moved here um but the biggest challenge is just like helping her through her spiritual journey and her growth and what she has to process and then her helping me and me being a psychic and knowing that she has to go through certain things but she's like, your anchor you doing that yeah she anchors you you've never really been anchored much in the past so this is the first time you've been anchored down and that's a big val that's a big vulnerability you had to overcome in order to let like get to where you're at with each other and she helped you get through that and i see that and you're going to help her with like it's almost like you're the yin yang you know the six the the a million percent that's yeah. that's your that's how you view each other in your life and i see that and i see a long life together i see a lot of love i see a lot of cooperation i see I actually see you including her in the future and like things you do professionally too. 
Yeah, so I'm also involved in, she's because she's a rapper here in Austin, Texas, doing really well for herself. Excellent. Um, we're planning to move to LA soon, hopefully, to really um, build things. But I'm her DJ, so I do that too. That's you what know you're what working I mean? like, Yeah, I help her with her stuff. She wants to help me with my stuff. You're artists. We're, we're all artists. We're creators. Whatever kind of form of create. Like, I do podcasting. That's my forte for now. Yeah. You do amazing stuff online and you have all these other creative energies. Like my best friend, Megan, like you're an artist at heart. You're like, yeah, I am completely you're a digital age of like, you know, a, a Da Vinci or any of those kind of people. But it's hard for people sometimes to understand that. And, and I guess that's something that my audience may be curious about. Being a social influencer, did you, how did you, how did you take that when it started for you? Like, what was it like for you to well, go from where you were before to all of a sudden having a response of viral videos or posts? And you're like, what, what goes through your mind? Well, what's funny is like, I was a YouTuber back in the day, like 10 years ago, and I was really successful at it. I was well known. I was going to be going to like beauty con, like other like big YouTuber things um, in the UK. But unfortunately, like my mental health and I wasn't where I am now spiritually. I just wasn't in a good place and I just fell off from it. I was going through personal things in my life um, and I just like let that go. But that was like I was I was very successful in YouTube and, it, and it, I was really proud of it. And I grew it myself and. That really what began to get me out of my shell. That's where Mimi Keeley, that's where YouTube on YouTube it was the emancipation of Mimi, like Mariah Carey, like a butterfly like <laughs> being free. So I was like, Mimi Keeley, I want to be me. So I did that YouTube channel and I was just doing videos and advice, doing psychic things, but I didn't even realize at the time. Um, and then moved to America, was just growing and understanding myself, still trying to be on social media, and I was successful, but just was not into it because I didn't just want to post beauty. I didn't just want to do vlogs. Like it was all so empty to me, so empty. I hated it, but I had to do it to maintain it. And it, it was how I paid my bills. Um, so TikTok literally gave me my purpose because I realized like I have a voice. People hear it. I can be creative on there and still be a psychic and help so many people um, be me. I, I discovered who I was. Truly, I was like an alternative person in my fashion and my music. I was like, I know who I am now. And then TikTok just went boom, and then here I am type thing. So, so you've done it more than once. Yes, like I've always. What, been what are the odds? Now. That's like what are the odds of you succeeding on YouTube and then succeeding on TikTok? I mean, that tells you that there's something inside of yourself that's meant to be marketed and promoted and created. Yeah, like I just I understand the internet, the concept of just the whole. That's your thing. intuitive ability, in part, in yeah. a way, right? Mm-hmm. I have to ask yeah. you. Yeah. Trippy Red or Brad Pitt? Trippy red, what the frick? <laughs> Trippy red all day. <laughs> one of the earlier posts. One of the earlier posts talked about that. That's what I'm gonna ask you that. Yes, like if it was actors, if it was Brad Pitt or Johnny Depp, I'd choose Johnny Depp. But Trippy Red, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, who's been your greatest influence and why? Um, if I'm truly honest with you, it's a lot of the celebrities of our time that passed too soon, I'm incredibly connected to them, whether it be artists or musicians or actors from Michael Jackson to Whitney Houston to Van Gogh to Basquiat to um, Tentacion of our generation that passed. I'm incredibly beyond connected. Judy Garland, she's dear to my heart too. And um, people who have passed, who come to me to teach me how to survive what is to come in my life. They know that I'm someone that, and I feel for myself, I'm someone that's here to help shape the way society views celebrities in a different way as human beings and to help guide them through such a traumatic, vulnerable, just horrible life that they live, but people look towards it because it looks perfect, but it's really, really, really not. So all those celebrities are such a big inspiration to me because they remind me of using your purpose and not letting the world drain you and, and trying to see that you're here for an amazing reason and you have to keep good people around you. You know, like I've suffered with mental health my whole life. I've, I've dealt with suicidal thoughts. I've, you know, I've wanted to attempt certain things and all these things that I've personally gone through in my life and it kind of runs in my family too unfortunately so I have to really fight every single day to just be focused and um those type of people just remind me that like 
they've gone and seen what's there and come back and been like, Healy, you got to fucking keep going. Like, you got to keep going because you are someone that is really going to help not just a, a small amount of people. But if I get to a certain level that I'm trying to get to, I just want to help everyone. And they all know that Keely knows what she's talking about and you don't have to be afraid or you can talk to certain gods and goddesses. Like, I just want to make that cool again. And that's what I'm here to do to make the gods and goddesses that surround us daily a part of our lives again so that they're not hidden or it's weird or freaky or like, oh, it's scary. It's like, no, they're here every day and they need us. So who inspires me? The celebrities that have passed because they all come to me and I'm like, no. And all the gods and goddesses that you can think of and the ones that you're afraid of and the ones that you overlook because they all make this earth what it is. And they were here before us and they'll be here after us and they're just here to help us. So that's who inspires me really. A lot of things. (laughs) I have to thank you personally for bringing up mental health awareness because I also have suffered in my family has had mental health issues. My grandmother, my mom, my brother, me, we all have my uncle. Um, I go through like depression, anxiety myself. And I've had during this pandemic, it, it was really a struggle to go through moments, so right? Yeah. And so anything that I can do on the show to have that brought up, and I love the idea of us destigmatizing mental health issues. So like yeah. when you're real and you're telling me, hey, you know what? I had, to, I had to get away from YouTube because I had I had stuff going on personal. And I'm like, you know what? Thank God you helped yourself to get through that. And, you know, anything that we could do to just, be more humane and compassionate and empathetic with each other because of what we've been through in the last year and a half and even before that. But I just want that to be a major theme going forward that like, for me, somebody who has a really severe mental health episode, it reminds me of somebody like who has type one diabetes, where they go into diabetic coma shock for the lack of insulin. And it's a biological thing. And there doesn't need to be any stigma or judgment attached to somebody who goes through that. Yeah, it's hard being a human being. It is. (laughs) Especially when you're also intuitive, right? It's like, it's exacerbated, I feel like, sometimes. You feel everything. And then you also sometimes put yourself second because you understand why you're helping this person. But then you also see that you're neglecting yourself. Like, it's tough. So it's really important for people to just remember that it's okay to fall apart sometimes. It's okay to not be able to do social media for a week or just hate it. You know, like I go through big periods of like, I hate the internet so much. (laughs) uh, And then the next day I'm like, I just love it so much. Like it can be one in the world, you know, it's like, it's hard being a human being and and it's okay to say that, you know, we're we're not strong. We're all faking it till we make it. It's it's okay. Exactly. You're right. A hundred percent. If we didn't say that, we wouldn't be honest with the public. If you can't say that you haven't had a tough year or you've had rough moments every day that you can work through or that you go through your mental health and it's just something you've got to accept and understand and people need to respect that. You know, not everyone's 100% every day. And at least we can pick our heads up and push through it because Mm -hmm. you, I mean, what I love about having you on here is you're a content creator. So your moods are reflected in your posts and you feel the energy of your fans. Yeah, and you definitely. could. I feel that. I feel the fuel of it. It's it's amazing. It's like when I get to do a really awesome interview. I have the endorphins that last me for hours. Yeah. Or even as a lawyer, when I do my other stuff, you know, I love what I do. When you love what you do, you're not going to question what you're doing. Yeah. You know, the yeah. universe has you on the path for a reason. You're yeah. on a even special on your bad days. Reason. You're like, I I know why this is happening. Like, let me just keep going. You know. It's hard though, right? Because you'll have a depressed mood for a minute and you're like, wait, my life is actually really good. I need to rationalize here for a minute. For real, like, that was me. Like, what am I upset about at the moment? Like, it's it's a mood and I need to get myself out of the mood in order to feel better. But it, it's, it's just something you got to work at, right? It's like going to the gym and working your muscles. Mental health is like getting yourself out of those moods by talking your way through positive things to get yourself. That's at least how I do it. I've been doing yeah. it recently like that and it's been working pretty good. Have you yeah. had... Have you had any strategies for your self-care when you go through some depressed moods? Like, um, is there anything you do in particular? Meditate, pray, sit under your tree? <laughs> That's exactly what I do. I literally, I have my forest. I call it my fairy forest. I, I love it. To the fae and among other things. Um, so that's the, that's my first stop. I tell everyone, go to nature. Yes. Mother nature. She's yes. our mother. She helps us. And it's like, I go, I cry, I scream. I'm like, <laughs> what's my life? And then I walk home and I come home and then I'm fine. <laughs> and I'm like, let me eat, let me take a nap and let me heal. You know what I mean? So going to nature, walking my dog, playing with my dog, like sometimes just being a child helps me like tapping into my inner child. Yes. Nourish your inner child for sure. Yes. It helps me a lot. Um, 
that's like the main thing. They're listening to music. I love music. I love music too. Music's therapy, isn't it? I I will play my music and I'll go for a walk outside here in Tampa Mm -hmm. and I'll walk along the water. And between listening to my music, being out in nature and feeling the energy of mother earth in its best form possible, which is being outside, I feel like I get revived. Yeah. In fact, you have to remember like spirit gives us messages through songs too. And through the animals that we see while we're out and the insects that you have to keep your eyes open. Always. Can we talk about synchronicities? Because I want to get your yes. opinion. We were introduced through synchronicity. <laughs> we were we were introduced because of synchronicity. So I know exactly. I, I I know we're meant to do some big stuff, some interesting. Start yeah. with our interview. But I I've gotten nonstop synchronicities the last several years with the times of day, music, certain songs. I get certain things on TV where channels will pop up on my remote to get stuck on a remote and have to do with the same person or thing. Dreams. A lot of it deals with the soul contract you have with people or whatever. But I want to ask you, what's been your personal experience with synchronicity in your life and how has it shaped the direction you've taken? Well, I've learned through my journey that that is why I'm here to help people decipher the synchronicities in the science. I feel like I'm Neo in the Matrix sometimes. I'm like, I see the numbers and... But my personal experience is before I knew I was a psychic, anything like that, um, right before I moved to America, um, I was having a really, really bad time at my job. Horrible, terrible for my mental health. My boss was disgusting. He used me, manipulated me because I was a very quiet and shy person. And he knew how to use that to do whatever he wanted at work. Um, I was so depressed. And I began to see, like, I was like looking at my clock right now. It's nearly 333. I'm like, I'm done. But like I kept looking at my clock and it would be one, one, one every time though, like one, 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 two, 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 three, to the point where I got scared. And I was like, okay, am I like in a movie or video game? Like, am I tripping? Am I having having psychosis? Like I was tripping out. I look at billboards and numbers and they're just (laughs) everywhere, everywhere. So I start to Google them and I put in angel number one, 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 two, two, two. And I began to try and understand and decipher that. And that really opened up the world of synchronicities for me like that, because it really pushed me to fly to America to visit my now wife. You know, it just pushed me to trust myself completely because I was like, okay, this is crazy. Like someone is doing something right now. And it was my first sort of introduction into that world. Um, Then when my like gift started to to develop, I began to understand and learn that animals and, and, and bugs and insects, especially spirit uses those to send messages big time. I don't know about anyone else, but me all the time. So I, I just Google everything. <laughs> it's all there. That's that's what it's for. Is it's it's all there. So I'd Google what a dragonfly means, what a fly means, what a cockroach means when you see it, like the animal totem, um, to just understand. And I just really began to learn that spirit can't say, "Hey, Jason, turn right and go." <laughs> like they can't do that, but they try and send these little signs and signals to make you stop and think and hear what they're saying or hear what you're saying to yourself in order to help you move forward. You know what I mean? I always say like spirit is not the puppet master. They can't move your arms and legs, but they can send a gentle breeze to push your head to, to possibly look left. And your free will is there to see, are you going to make that decision? Or are you going to go another way and learn a different lesson? You know? So I love synchronicities. Numbers are my thing. I've got I'm tired on me. Like <laughs> I'm a number person. What do you think um, of eleven eleven? Because that number is prominent in the last couple of years. That's an amazing number. Like one, I see it as like as like a lightning strike. Like like the first idea, inspiration, the first, the big bang. You know, like a the idea becoming coming reality. So when you see like one one one, that's like look, you need to trust the fact that possibly you're being pushed to do like a new a new hobby or go a new path and you have to trust that feeling and not be scared so any new ideas you get just go for it even if you may fail it then like will lead you to maybe a, another part of your chapter you know but it's really like the, the they're pushing you to be like look a new chapter starting and you are the beginning of that and you have to trust that you know so yeah that's what I think <laughs> I could go on get- about numbers I get eleven eleven a lot. I get one 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 two two two. I get all of them actually, but yeah. I also get my birth time. I don't know. Have you ever noticed? Have you ever known anyone with synchronicity? I, I actually have synchronicity in my birth date and time. I was born at October eighteenth, nineteen seventy five, giving my age, mm-hmm. and I was born at ten eighteen at night. And my birth certificate yeah. shows both of those. And my mom's always said that there's some synchronicity there, but I've never figured that out other than just to see it and, and make a joke about it now and then. Mm-hmm. I'm the same with my birthday. My birthday is the twenty fourth of April. And that's always stalked me. Um, and it's such a balanced number, like two and then four. And then four, like, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. so 
I always think to myself, it's like basically reminding me when I have my worst days, like you were born for a reason. You are so important that we have to remind you daily of the moment you came into this world because it changed something in this world. So that's what I think to myself. <laughs> that's what keeps me going. Absolutely. I would ask you this. You mentioned earlier that you, you dealt with, I think on your YouTube channel, you came out. I wanted to ask you about that experience for yourself. Was it a difficult experience for you to come out on social media like that? Or what was it? Where were you at in your life at the time? Like, um, well, what's funny, I came out to the internet before I came out to my family. Um, <laughs> Surprise. Because <laughs> yeah. I knew they didn't watch my YouTube. I was like, I need to just say this right now. But what's crazy is I came out because I knew I had to come out to help other people. Because at the time, I was perceived as quite feminine and no, I didn't look gay. So that was my biggest thing. And people would kind of um, judge me for that. I got a lot of hate. I had death threats from that, like random people, like just hating me because I was mixed race and because I was gay. Like YouTube was a crazy place back then. Um, but what pushed me to do is because I just knew it would help other people. And I didn't know anyone gay at all. The only gay person I knew was in my high school and they were bullied for it. So I was terrified to come mm -hmm. out because I didn't want to be treated the way she was. That's all I knew. I didn't know nobody gained my life except for online. Like my life has been online. I, I'm not, I've been a recluse my whole life. <laughs> Even when my mom was alive and then when she passed, she's kept me safe in hermit mode until I like branch out into the world, I guess, even now. Um, so I knew that I had to say it to help other people. And the amount of like love and messages I still get from that one video of, um, I think it was, how do you know you're gay or something like that <laughs> and it just it helped so many people and like I just knew it would regardless of what happened I just knew if I helped some children who were in their bedroom like me with no friends like me then it was worth it you know so it was I great. would say from what you're saying it sounds like that would probably be one of the most isolating aspects to go through is when you're closeted as a gay person and you don't have role models or anyone to talk to or associate with or connect with mm -hmm. and you're by yourself and you you play that role, you know, you play that role of somebody that's still in the closet and you feel like you're, you know, the only way you could really function is to thank God the internet gave you that. And that's the value of the positive aspects right. of being connected, right? And being able to have the courage to find your own community where one didn't exist before. And you created yeah. your own world, you created your own opportunity, and then you thrive from it. See, yeah, really that's, that's the stuff I love to showcase. Yeah. Because you've overcome some adversity on some massive at levels, in my opinion, but you're showing people, look, you know what? You can deal with this set of cards. Yeah. You can be gay and you can be creative. You can be a psychic. You can be intuitive. You can be an influencer. Yeah. And guess what? There's more there, mm -hmm. right? And there's more to you than even those levels. But I think it's exciting that you have the ability to reach people and relate to people. And that's a special thing. And yeah. so, I want to ask you this as an influencer, what's been the most rewarding moment for you that you felt like you could have a positive impact on helping other people? Was it coming out on YouTube? Was it creating amazing, you know, content that you're doing now on TikTok and, and Instagram, or was it something else? I think it's um, being able to do readings for so many people. Like I do so many readings daily and to just every single person or like, or like just when someone like messages me and they're just like, your reading like really changed my life. I remember I had one reading um, and I, I do so many, I forget, you know, people <laughs> and they're like, you know, do you remember me? I'm like, I don't, I'm sorry. I didn't do anything today. <laughs> but like, I remember one, a woman was like, because of you, I left an abusive relationship and I'm free. <laughs> wow. That was a big one. That's power in a good way. Or like when people say, <laughs> I was like in their dream and I pulled a playing card for them. Like, I'm like, no wonder I'm tired when I wake up. Like I'm doing this work even in my sleep. But it's like to just know that I have been a shining light in people's lives that I don't even know. It gives me like, I'm so grateful for that because not many people can say that, that they've just helped so many lives. So many that I don't even know 95% of them, you know, like it's like to be able to help people, I'm super grateful for because I'm able to be the person that I wished was in my life to just see or observe or follow online. Like I didn't know anybody like me and the inner me, my inner child would have just 
I would have had a better life if I would have had someone like me to look up to, you know? So I just want to be that person for older people, younger people, everybody, you know what I mean? To just know that you're not alone and there's this regular person who can just post something and, and make someone's day. Like, that's crazy to me. Just the fact that I can make someone's day is just crazy to me, to be honest. That's really Because you but- entertain. You entertain. You, I, I've watched your your clips. You entertain. Yeah. I was entertained. I was like, wait a minute. Thank she's you. talking to me right now. <laughs> she's talking about my situation with this. Like, I was like, okay. Yeah. You know, I, you feel that relatability from you when you talk. Uh, there's a certain level of authority when you come through, you channel amazing energy. And so I will tell my audience to definitely check out your stuff because your content is amazing. And I, I just, put effort I, in. <laughs> I know you put effort in and I want to ask you that. Like, I know these clips on, on, on TikTok, I mean, they have to take work on your part. Like, how do you create your, your product? Is there a process you go through on a daily basis when you do a post or do you think about it ahead of time and then kind of come up with it and ad lib it, fill it in and do it? Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> with everything I do, I say, spirit, please. Like I'll wake up and be like, spirit, please push me in the right direction to make content that will help, that will reach a good amount of people and help people. I just, I, I think for myself, but I'm, I'm, spirit's like my crutch. I'm like, what do you think I should do? And then they're like this. I'm like, okay. So I just, I, I, I'm creative on TikTok, but I feel like I'm more creative on my Instagram because I love to create celebrity tarot cards. I love to do graphic design and like scanning tarot cards and put things behind it and like make art with psychic stuff that's just my thing I just like like you said in the beginning and no one's ever said which was so nice it's just like I'm like an artist like Van Gogh and things like you are I really am (laughs) you you know (laughs) and it's like I I that's what I put into my stuff of just if I look at this and I love it and I relate to it and it makes me happy I'm sure it'll do that for somebody else you know and I always have to remind myself of that of what even if it gets three likes I'm like those three people saw it and I helped three people and that's all that makes me happy. So, and I love TikTok because I love music. So I love to like it's, find it, the it's right great. song. <laughs> yes. Like what's so funny is because when I do them, I like, I put this song, I find a song and then I shuffle my cards and I show the cards and I don't really read them as I'm doing it. I do it afterwards when I'm editing it. And like 10 times out of 10, the song will relate to the cards and then what I write. So it's kind of, I work backwards. So <laughs> I'm a backwards worker. So. That's kind of what I do. And I just love music. So I just love that TikTok has music and I can put like energy into it like that and, and just have fun. It's fun to me. TikTok is fun. And Instagram is more like a bit more serious than like I'm putting more like thought and process into it. But it's just fun to me. I love to just create really. <laughs> Who is your most influential music artist and why? Who's my favorite music artist? Yeah, and most influential. Uh, Billie Eilish <laughs> I love Billie so much I, I, I'm very drawn to her with the way she creates the way she expresses herself and how real and authentic she is um, I just love her so it's like her music everything like that it just reminds me to just be myself unapologetically a million trillion percent um, you know that actually I gotta follow up with that have you ever like reached out to any of your own celebrity people that you like are a fan of and you're like hey <laughs> what's no, like, up no. like have you ever had someone <laughs> respond to you that they look at your stuff and have you ever had anyone that you've looked up to re- react you know react to you not yet no that's and like, you're right when you say yet <laughs> not yet like i've had like this it was just recently like one person i followed on tiktok for a long time he's like pretty cool um they like i commented something about numerology on their post and they like saw me and then dm me and i was like oh my gosh you know i exist <laughs> <laughs> but they were like a celebrity but like yeah I hope so that would make it full circle for me because in a way those are the people I want to help because those are the people that influence the whole of society so it's like if I were to help those people get their minds right they can then help the whole of the world mind be right because they're in a better space you know what I mean so it's we heal people with advice yes. right good we advice do. can heal people sometimes yes. can help them liberate you from the i've had amazing psychic readings where people have given me the ability to get through some tough moments and yeah it's all about that having that confidence in yourself and knowing that things are going to work out for you and you know 99.9 percent of the things you worry about mm-hmm. are never going to happen you're just burning yourself with a bunch of clutter and thoughts that don't even belong in your head yeah. we overthink right? That's the overthink things way too much 
So having the ability of minimizing that for people, it's like, it's like, Hey, don't worry about all that. (laughs) You could just focus on what you need to be good at and do that. And those people will be like grateful because you're helping relieve them of the burdens on their minds. You know, we can't play God. You know, I can't tell somebody don't get the vaccine. You'll be fine. Like, no, I would feel horrible (laughs) with myself. And that's, I actually want to ask you this, in times of uncertainty, have you found that your psychic uh, readings have gone up or that you've had more demand for your, you know, for your gifts and your talents because of the uncertainties that exist in our world right now? Um, yeah, well, <laughs> I have a lot of people come to me about relationship things. So it's like people are craving um, stability and to be um claimed by someone I don't know the right way to say it but just claimed owned by someone like they want me and I feel like I'm kind of helping people recently to to be more independent and more confident within themselves and to understand that in a relationship that person can add to your emotional cup but they're not the whole cup they're not your whole reason for being so I feel like at the minute there's a lot of people who are just needing validation and they're searching for it in all the wrong places so they come to me like is this person the one are they my twin flame and it's like no 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 you're just craving, you're lonely perhaps, or you're just craving um, for someone to value you, but you're looking for it in the wrong spaces. You know what I mean? So I feel like that's kind of what I've been helping people with recently. But when I'm not in a good space, I'll go mm. live and do readings and it will help me so much because spirit will be so yes. loud in all those readings. And then I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's why I'm going to, to learn this. Yeah. I'm going to tell you this. This is something else I share with my audience regularly. When I when I do readings, like when I had my cancer diagnosis three years ago and I went away till the surgery, it was my readings and my interviews that got me through the negativity of that. It's the endorphins. Like when we, we get done with this interview today, I'll probably go for a walk outside as long as it doesn't rain here in Florida. And I'll have like enough to walk six miles with the energy I got from our one hour talking together, these high vibrational okay. moments where we're excited being creators who are psychic intuitive people that want to share our information with our audience. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I feel that energy from you. That's why I feel so like animated right now. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think it's because we, we're, we're in our power mm-hmm. and we're feeling our purpose um, in, in very strong terms. I want to ask you this. Yeah. Let's say someone in our audience is 12 years old, little girl, mm-hmm. and she's, looks up to people a lot in social media and she's an aspire. she considers herself an aspiring influencer in the future. And she wants to develop her own audience. What advice would you give her? Do what makes you happy. Don't compare yourself to other people. Don't, I always say this to people, don't compare your chapter two to someone else's chapter 15. You know, like, if you create and do what makes you happy and you look at the video and it gets two views, but it makes you so happy, keep going because your people will come. If you create things to make other people happy, you will never be happy. Because I went through a phase of that of myself where I'd post what I thought other people would like. And it killed me inside because I was empty. I wasn't happy. I was stressed about, will they like this? How many views will it get? How many likes? Do not worry about that in the beginning, not even a little bit because they will come, you know, like what's the phrase, like build it and they will come. Yes. It's like, that's literally what it is. Like just do without a shadow of a doubt what makes you happy and be yourself. I can't emphasize that enough. Be yourself. Cause it Absolutely. shows when you're not yourself, you know, you're uncomfortable and it shows. So just be yourself. Authenticity is probably one of the most important lessons we've learned on this great earth. I believe. Yes. I, uh, I consider you very strong in the creative department. I want to ask you, what's the source of your creative power? Hmm. I don't know. That's a great question. Probably, probably other artists. Like I love Basquiat. I love Keith Haring. Um, I just, I go to the art gallery. Like when I lived in the UK, cause they're free in the UK and you could just go, I'd go there. It was my escape. I'd go every other day and I'd walk around and around. And I'd see the same paintings, but I would still love them the same. It's like, I, I I look to artists in the past and old movies and old music. I love Peggy Lee and things like that. Like I just love to, I love old jazz music. I love um, just old things. I'm an old, old, old soul. I'm very tired. <laughs> I get the so word vaudeville off your energy from a prior life. The word vaudeville. Huh? The word vaudeville comes off your energy as a past life for you. So I think oh, you might've been in vaudeville. I think that's like, <laughs> that's why I think I, I have to write it down too. Cause I, I will tell you after our interview, I'll come up with words like that. And then I'll look them yeah. up later. I'll Google it yeah. and it'll give you some indication. I know it was a creative energy you had in that life. And I feel like it was a yeah. hundred years ago, something with vaudeville. So 
whatever that is. I, I'm sure, I, I mean, I'm sure it's easy to figure it out. I just, at this moment in time in our interview, I'm yeah, just sharing right. that with you. But I'll uh, grab my cards and I'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you, what's your favorite example of the power of manifestation in your life? And I'll go first if you want me to. Yeah, you can go first. I have started using vision boards for a few years. And then I had John Asaros on my show last year. He's like a master mm-hmm. manifester. He's coming back again this August, but mm-hmm. we're in August. Anyway, the point is I started using a dry erase board from my law office. I brought it home because I wasn't in the office anymore for COVID. So I brought this really big dry erase board. I put up my bedroom, made room for it. And I started writing down ideas that I wanted for the manifestation. And I noticed over time, those things happened. Mm-hmm. So now I'm very careful what I write on that board. Like yeah. I wrote Trump goes to jail. Well, we'll see. <laughs> just as a side thing there. No distant <laughs> Trump. Coming, but yeah, that's my yeah. Um, but more importantly though, I've had like, I mean, I put organize my house, organize my garage, organize my office. And at, this was last year. So, you know, I, those things happen. My mom came to visit me during COVID. She organized my house. My one friend came in, helped me do the garage without me even thinking it. And I go back and I look and I check it off, check it off. And I'm like, wow, this is amazing. So that's like my, and I've had examples like where I was like, oh, you know, it'd be great if I had a reading today. And then I had a person call me and like schedule me a reading five seconds later. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, just yeah. those kind of things happen very frequently. I've learned to manifest proper thoughts, positive thinking, mm-hmm. thinking loving thoughts to others, trying to send loving healing energy, even people you don't talk to anymore, forgiving mm-hmm. people, letting go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'll ask you about your manifestation in your life and what do you think? Well, me living in America, like I first learned about manifestation from the secret. And there's a lot of like not good things in the secret, but that kept me focused. I feel like spirit was like, read this book, just get some tips. So I created a a vision. It was a vision board. I didn't know if manifestation was a vision board. And I put everything on there about moving to America, marrying my wife, getting the visa approved having the the right of money right amount of money to do that because I had no financial help doing it whatsoever I live with my dad I didn't have nothing I was just I just finished being a student I don't know what I was doing in life but I was like look I know I'm meant to move to America I put it right this is my vision board for now and I'll tell you about it but so I put it near my bed I'd see it every single day I woke up and every time I went to sleep because it was the only thing that kept me going and I'd stare at it and I'd visualize walking through the Austin airport, I'd visualize marrying my wife, I'd visualize having the visa approved. And it happened. It took time and energy, but everything aligned for me to to get the right job and then be able to leave that job and, and be able to just pack my stuff up and leave or have the right amount of money to take with me. Like it all aligned due to my vision board. And this one I've got now, the things haven't materialized, but they're coming because I just focus on it every single day. Um, but I use um, vision boards for manifestation and also just talking. Like yesterday, I was laying in bed, I was feeling so sorry for myself. And I was like, I really need to make some money for rent right now. Like it's a bit low, I'm a bit stressed. And within 40 minutes, I'd made the amount for rent and then some more. And I was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Like this altar I have here, my altar is something I use to, to communicate with spirit and my ancestors and my guides. Um, and I really feel like that's something that's helped me too, because I'm very much a gods and goddesses type person and respecting them and 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 allowing them to help me and giving them respect. So that's definitely something that's helped me. But vision boards, those are key. Priceless, right? It's like a yeah, power. Yeah. When I go when I go to when I go to Walmart and I pick up a, a, a dry erase board, people are looking at me like, oh, that's just a dry erase board. I'm like, no, this is my map. This is my oh. journey. This is this is my key to success. I'm going to write my thoughts on this specific little board right here. That's going to get me lined up for the next month, two months, whatever. And I, I gift boards to people now. <laughs> oh, thanks for the dry erase board. Well, it's not the board I'm gifting to you. I'm going to tell you how to manifest if you want to like try it. Yeah, yeah. And not, I'm not like overanalyze. It's like, I feel like it just helps you to just get your thoughts focused. And exactly. Every day of, of what it is that you want. I love it. I love to use them. This one's one that's new for the future. And what's crazy is just the other day, like I've been thinking I want to move to LA, LA, LA. And then my wife was like, I really feel like we should move to LA. I was like, my board's working. So I'm just like, <laughs> that. so hopefully that's manifested by like the end of the year into next year. I get January, you know. Yeah. Well, what's crazy is my wife, um, she's doing really well for a while herself. She's a rapper here. 
and um, she's going to be going to the Grammys in January. That's our 10 year anniversary. Congratulations. So, yes, that's like, and it's awesome because Grammys is something we watch every year. We manifest ourselves together, this life that we see for ourselves. Um, and it's kind of materializing and we manifested that. I know that much. Um, but yeah, I'm so excited. But yeah, I don't know what I was saying with that. I got lost. I'm like, I'm so excited no, about that. I'll, I'll say this. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think you need to be in LA. I think LA is important yeah. for you. I, I think it's going to lead to other doors and other creative ventures that you don't even have in Austin right now. Or yeah. And I think your ability to channel the inner power of yourself to create these platforms that you just amazingly create and maintain. Yeah. And that's why I call it. I really consider a social media influence when I think about it. Somebody who creates their own platform and has an audience where they can help people learn from their experiences or relate back to each other, right? Because you learn from your audience, I'm sure. You learn yeah, from no, impacting. It's beautiful, right? You learn about these yeah. different ideas and stuff. And so I think being a social influencer, at least my interpretation of it, is that you have these talent sets that have given you the ability to create this marketing amazing thing for yourself. And it's the sky's the limit. The infinite potential yeah. is there because you have all this creative power inside of yourself. It's a furnace. Yeah. It's a mm -hmm. furnace of unbelievable and unimaginable opportunities. And I see you producing things, actually. You might be in video production in the future, not just yeah, I, I see you doing <laughs> video production. I, I, I just have everything in my brain. Everything. Well, what you got to do is everything. she's in music and you also have music, but you're very strong in this creative video. I see you're, you're very visionary. You, you, you visualize. Your, yeah. your clairvoyance is very strong, like mine is, and you can see yeah. things and you make those things become reality. And when they happen that way, you smile, like I'm smiling right now because yeah. like, it's cool because we have the opportunity to just do things that average people, and I don't mean to call us above average, I'll just say that we're mm -hmm. people that are more in tune with ourselves. Yeah, we yeah. know our limits, our potentials, our successes, right? Mm -hmm. And we can manifest more success if we want to, if we don't get in a funk with our mental health. <laughs> That's what I mean. That's what I feel like that was the test that was given to me. Like, look, you can have it all if you can overcome this. And then I just want to be able to tap into those things and, and embody them so then I can teach others how to do it. I don't want this to be some secret that's just for me. Like, look, if I can do it, Keely from Manchester, England, who was the quietest child in the whole school, <laughs> never peep a word, felt so lonely, so insecure, so unseen, so just, just left to the wolves, really, emotionally. If I can do it, anyone can freaking do it. Hands yes. down, anyone can do it. And I'm just trying to learn, figure it out, so then I can get to the top and be like, guys, look, this is how we do it. Come on. Because it's, it's there for everyone. All the riches, all the things that are, are being gatekeeped by society, they're there for everyone. And I want to get to the top, open the gate, and let everybody in. And then we're all doing good, you know? So that's what I hope to do. And that's what you're going to do. Because I see the, the video production in the future. I see you collaborating with video production companies. And you're going to have a big enough brand with your audience by then that you're going to not have to worry about negotiating anything. It's all about collaborating as equals. Yeah. By the time you're doing what I see, you're going to be collaborating as an equal. I think, I think the most exciting thing of what we've talked about today is having the authenticity with each other to be vulnerable, right? Yeah, we can both be vulnerable and talk about these things and not have fear about what we're saying because mm -hmm. we know within ourselves that we can say these things because it's important to share with others who may not be further along like we've been with yeah. uh, being open about mental health or being open about just various challenges. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to ask you, where do you see yourself five years from now? Well, I see myself. Um, it's crazy because I never really tell people my dreams apart from like my wife. But to be honest with you and everyone watching, I see myself in a in a in a in a standing in the world where I'm well known, not a celebrity. I don't like that word, but just a person that's well known um that people can look to to know that that is a real person and I know that what they post and what they say is real because celebrities have so much influence on children the way they dress the way they eat what they listen to where they go their goals and aspirations everyone wants to be influencer now my niece she's like 12 she's like I want to be a vlogger I'm like what are you talking about don't you want to be a doctor or a nurse or it's like these people shape the minds of generations to come and I want to just be someone that is a positive influence in that because personally, I just feel like there's no positive influence in the celebrity kingdom of just, 
oh, that's a good person and, and, and they say good things. And it's like, you know what I mean? They just kind of go for themselves a little bit. They kind of, you know? And I just, I see myself as someone who is um, a well-known person who uses their gifts to help other people and raise the vibrations of the world in, a, in yes. an effective, intense way. You know what I mean? And um, I love and the I raise your vibration one. That I, I am yeah. all about that. I'm all about that. Yeah, just the things we've been through. Like we need someone to look up to, and I'm happy enough to be that person and take on that responsibility because I feel like I'm strong enough to. So I feel like that's that's pretty much what I'd want to do is through visuals, like you said, through books, through through music, through art. Through, through through everything I birthed from myself. Like the other day I got a reading from someone, they were like, I feel like you have kids or a lot of children. I'm like, I haven't got children, but I have spirit babies. I have ideas that I want to birth and grow and give to the yes. world. And I'm like, you're welcome, you know? Like, and that's just, that's where I see myself. I, I see myself next to my wife, pushing, changing Hollywood and LA and, and just, and, and and balancing all the energies there because it's the epicenter of the world and, and the movies it influences everything mm-hmm. everything and it just needs a, a cleanup and a shake-up and and i i'm okay taking on that responsibility so that's what i see for myself really hopefully that's like but yeah <laughs> let's, let's see if you like this question <laughs> tell me one thing about yourself that you've never shared with anyone publicly but which you'd be willing to share with our audience today and i can go first if you want Yes, I can like think. To make it a little easier. I I, I try to do one of these in my episodes and not come up with the same thing. So I've already shared that I'm a World War II buff and I'm nerdy like that. And I've also Mm -hmm. shared that I'm happy and I enjoy doing my shows a lot more now. Uh, I would have to say that another thing I'd share is that I know in the future, things are going to be really good for a lot of us and that we just have to hang in there. But that's not really me sharing a personal detail. So I guess let me get back Mm -hmm. to the front board on this one. Yeah. I would say for me, I'm a night person. I like to stay up late at night. I stay up sometimes till two or three in the morning to my detriment because I have to get up at seven for work. But I love, I've always been a night person my whole life. And I'm just one of those people that beats my own drums. So my sleep habits are sometimes disturbed because of my excitement with being up late at night, being creative, working on my show or working on stuff for my loft, whatever it is, but more creative stuff at night. So that's one thing I'll share today. I think one thing I'd share that not a lot of people know um, is I've always wanted to be a singer so bad, but I'm petrified of singing in front of people. I can't even sing in front of my wife. But when I'm by myself, I'm singing and I feel so amazing. It's like my one thing that makes my soul just soar through <laughs> to the roof. But I'm absolutely petrified of singing in front of people and I never have. So that's one of the I'll, biggest things. I'll <laughs> add to make you feel a little more better about it. A, yeah. little, a little more. Hard. I actually sing to my birds. Yeah, yeah. I, sing and I have dogs. a horrible I voice too. It. When it comes to singing, I don't hit the notes and I try to yeah. do different songs for little Nas X or I'll do little, <laughs> it doesn't sound yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> or I'll just because my one bird loves like the rap music. So I'll try to get <laughs> your bird's but, like, get it. Dad. Yeah. She's just going at it. And I'm like, okay, I'm looking like a total fool right now, but no one else needs to know that but me. <laughs> now and now yeah, everybody right. else, But <laughs> like I have a ukulele, everything. Like I love music. Just my biggest fear is being perceived as being a bad singer so I don't even attempt it <laughs> but do you think from everything else that you've experienced in your life that you're gonna think people are gonna think you're a bad singer no but yeah. I have so many blockages here like in my throat that's your that's one of your challenges probably <sighs> is to it's the biggest challenge of my life like I used to do acting classes when I was younger and dance classes my mom was like she saw something for me but my anxiety even as a kid I was like I can't be perceived so it's like now I'm just that's be the next step was someone else in your family a performer too when you were younger was there a performer in the family that you'd go watch because I feel like there's someone oh. in, the family in the back of your in your family who said somebody had performing roots too performing well, history. my dad loved music and he had a guitar until someone stole it <laughs> okay. but like I, I I don't I'm not really connected to to really my family like that so I, I don't know. Like your mom's grandma, like your grandmother on your mom's side or any of those people. I feel like there's some energy that's very creative in that side of your family. Maybe. Like, I wish I, I could figure it. I wish I would know. Like, I'm not like, I'm, I I don't talk to my family like that. But there is this fire in me to of musician and being a singer. But it's just like, I'm too shy. I, guess <laughs> I, I got to challenge you on that. Why would you be shy God about that it. when you do all these amazing things? <laughs> like your, your wife's scared. a rapper. And you produce your wife as a DJ? You're telling me you're a little nervous about singing there? 
<laughs> you said what was one secret that's my biggest i love it i love it no i'm not trying to be different i just think <laughs> it's such an amazing thing because you have all this creative energy that i think you're meant to either write music perform music or help produce yeah yeah i i, I freaking love music like i hear it and i'm like you need to change this you need to do this but if someone said keely get on stage i'd be like what are you talking about I, i'm gonna tell you something too no matter what i can talk like this any day of the week if you put me up and do karaoke i feel weird I can't do karaoke, and I know that sounds silly, but no, I can talk not. on this and do this, no problem. I love it. I'm passionate about it. You put me in, try and get me to loosen up, and try. <laughs> it doesn't work. I can't do it. <laughs> for myself. Like, I'm I kind of a shock person. TikTok, and there would be like a thousand people, and I'm just pulling cards, and I'm just like, la, 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 la. But I did, I've done karaoke once, and I had to. It's awkward, isn't it? <laughs> I don't even remember it, but I it's awkward because you're singing this song in front of these group of people and you're probably with some friends or someone you care about. And you're just like, am I really doing this right now? And, and it's, it's, it feels painful. Even I, I can't handle the, I don't know what it is. Make it. I, I, it's my own fear of rejection about singing. I think. It's my, that's what it, that's exactly what it is. My fear of rejection of being booed off stage. No. And so, when you look at our real lives and you think of the reality, do you think you'd really be booed off stage for trying to sing? I don't think I so. <laughs> but I know, I agree One with you day. 100%. I agree with you 100%. Look, it's like jumping out of an airplane when you're scared of heights, which by the way, I am. <laughs> so I'm not going to celebrate my 46th birthday jumping out of an airplane. I am going to celebrate my 46th birthday on the ground. Comfortable, happy. <laughs> comfortable and happy. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Let me ask you this. If you were a spirit animal, which spirit animal would you be and why? A cat. <laughs> because I've always been connected to cats. Um, I'm very connected to Egypt and Kemeticism, like like working with Egyptian gods and goddesses. I'm, they're very deep-rooted in me. So, And there's an Egyptian goddess called Bast. Um, she's like the cat. You've probably seen her. You know, heard of her. Speed off, sir. Okay. Um, but cats, yeah. I just love cats. I love everything about them. I would have a cat if my wife liked them, so she don't still got a dog. But cats, I just love how knowing of themselves they are, and they know that they were once worshipped, and they like for us to remember it and still hold up that bargain that we signed spiritually years ago. And so yeah, a cat. I love cats so much. I could Beautiful. bask in the sun all day and just chill out. That's the best life. I always say I always say owl because I have two parrots. Ooh, <laughs> and yeah. I, I like wisdom and I'm always on a search for looking at things from like you can understand this, looking beyond the immediacy of right now to see the big oh, picture. Yeah. And I feel like I'm pretty good at that when I give readings or just in general. And so that's why I say owl. And I think yeah, owls yeah. are fascinating, by the way. I I like <laughs> I think they're amazing, you know. Um yeah. I wanna I wanna direct our audience let's say somebody listens to this and they're like wow i loved hearing keely just now and i want to reach out to her and i want to let her know she did an amazing interview today and she inspired mm -hmm. me in so many countless ways how would somebody to find you um i'm on instagram and i'm on tiktok so instagram is just mimi keely so m-e-m-e -E keely uh and i'm on tiktok the same thing that's my name on everything if you find me on youtube on twitter it's just mimi keely um and I post often on, on both platforms um, creatively and just sort of my life and whatever I love, that's what you'll find on whatever I create, you know, so you, Instagram and TikTok. You're going to do some artistic work with angels in the future, something with angel designs. You're going to make it your own. Like, I, I see that in your future path of some type of creative work. I don't know if there are tarot cards with angels on it or some graphic design with angel designs, but I see you doing something with an angel in it that's going to be part of your branding in the future. So, thank you. Um, I appreciate that. Down the road. I just want to thank Keely for coming on the show today. She's the first social influencer coming on and sharing an amazing, amazing story. Uh, just such great energy, as you can see. Uh, a fellow spiritual, psychic, intuitive person who got introduced to me in the most unique way. And I listen to synchronicity in my life. I listen to synchronicity of numbers. I, I pay attention to signs. You could tell Kiwi's the same way. And I can just, I, I follow when I meet people and I just feel their energy and I know they're an amazing person. I want to share with my audience that amazing energy. And that's what I think Kiwi represents today. Someone who, you know, overcame a lot of things earlier in her life, sexual orientation, um, having to come across from the other side of the world to meet her significant other and get married to her wife and 
she made it as a YouTuber earlier in, the, in her life and then she had mental health issues and then now she's making it as a social influencer. I don't know many people that you can point to that can do things amazing more than once in a short period of time and, and not have to, you know, that's, that's a gift. And I think that if we can share what that gift is like to inspire other people, then that is just a service we're serving the world right now. I want each of you to think about synchronicity today, because that's something that is a very powerful force in many of our lives. And it's something that if you don't pay attention to it, you don't benefit from. It. Pay attention if you're thinking about one of your deceased relatives. And if all of a sudden it's 333 and you're thinking that you're grieving the person and you feel the comfort and you're like, wow, that time is so weird right now. It's 333 and I was thinking about my mom. She passed. That's probably your mom communicating to you. And the synchronicity can be a way for spirit life to communicate with us our dreams. Um, you can be introduced to some amazing people if you pay attention to synchronicity, like I do with Keely. And you can also just respect it. It's a force of nature. And that's what I would like to tell you. Everything we discuss here that deals with psychic energy, it's all natural. It's all nature. You heard us talk about going to trees and being outside or on the water and walking outside. That's because we get recharged by connecting with nature. And you can do the same. So anything we talk about here, I just want to open up your paradigms and have you think about these things because it can really make a difference in your life as we go through these trying times and the times of uncertainty. So check out Meme, Meme Keely's information. Please do. You'll love it. You'll be entertained. You'll enjoy it. And I can see Keely as someone that's going places. I've been using that line a lot recently with certain people in my life, but she's definitely somebody. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Stay positive because when you're positive, anything's possible. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Social Psychic Radio Show. Don't forget to join us for another episode next time. If you enjoyed the show, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give us a review on iTunes. You can also check us out on Facebook and don't forget to visit the Social Psychic YouTube channel. Until next time, it's a big world out there. Keep an open mind, embrace your paradigms, and know that the universe is always yours to explore. With the Baker's Plus Card, it's easy to get lower than low prices. For the win! Earn fuel points on every purchase and save up to a dollar a gallon at the pump. The Baker's Plus Card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at bakersplus.com and start saving. Baker's. Fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your favorites with the buy five or more, save a dollar each sale. Simply buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with your card. Baker's. Fresh for everyone. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on Electricast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. Electricast. Trick ass.